Shumrabyug. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Untimely Digital Shomra Room. I am famous and beloved podcast character Michal McRide. And I am joined today by the man who, despite his gruff exterior and his disregard for foreign tourists, at his heart he has a heart of gold. And if only an American woman can reach him and reach into his soul and find out that he has the soul of a wounded poet, and then he'll go to Boston and he'll fall in love with her instead. It's Ben. It's me. I am back from my third time travelling over to that America there now to try and get a young one onto my side. Because she changed my ways, Michael. She changed my ways. She broke through your gruff exterior, Ben, and she saw the heart of a poet that you had inside you. Yeah, the, the, the long line of poetry that runs through the soul of every Irishman if you look deep down. Exactly, Ben. Now, of course, Ben, you famously do have the heart of a poet and you did 10 years in jail for that particular murder. I, I did, yeah. I uh, kept it in a box, Michael, just for just for any such occasion. It's <laughs> no. not great. You can't live without a heart, we found out. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't great, Poetry Michael. or not. <laughs> Michael, I've composed a ditty uh, to all the women who came before. Would you like to hear it? Oh, I'd love to hear that ditty. <gasps> the music for the podcast. We don't actually have anything music. Very good, Ben. Now, Ben, it's a real shame we didn't do a Shan Nose version of the, of the theme music. We should have done something like that, yeah. We should have done an old Shan Nose, Ben. If you or anyone you know would like to do a Shan Nose version of the theme music for us, please do send it in to us. Oh! <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, good. At least, Ben, the Shan Nose. Megan Podcast. That's good. It's not so Pod Crailta, Ben. Is it Pod Crailta? Is that what it is, Michael? It is, yeah, Ben. It is. Benjamin. There you go. Yeah. There you go, Benjamin. Um, d- doing the Oshan Nose there helped me exit the popular character, Michal McRide. Thank God. Thank God it's all now, Ben. But will we tell the people, no, Ben, oh no, I'm back, he's back, Ben, he's back, I've slipped back into Michal McRide. Will we tell the people why I'm doing it or will we just get on with things? Ladies and gentlemen, this week we have... Far and away, the strangest topic we've ever had here on this podcast. We're going to be taking a look at Ireland as a romantic setting for bloody Hollywood studios and the fuckery some studios get up to when it comes to representing ourselves and our fine countrymen and women. uh, As they say, Ben, knick-knack, paddy-whack, give the dog a bone. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be a lot of that, Michael. There's a lot of paddy-whackery going on. It's going to be interesting. Now, Benjamin, speaking of paddy-whackery, have you seen... Episode 5 of WandaVision. Yes, but it's notoriously all-Irish cast. It is, yeah. There's a lot of stage Irish going on in in WandaVision. Stacks. A lot of people don't realise that Paul Bethany is playing Vision as Irish. As what? Irish. Oh, right. I thought you said something else. He's playing the Vision as Irish. Hello, Wanda! What What are you up to? What are you up to, Wanda? Wanda, what is, is this you're doing? Wanda, what's going on here at all? There's an awful lot of fucking messing going on. And I've just now sneaking suspicion that it might be yourself. Now, Wanda, you know as well as, as the next man that I have a, a pure soul of mischief. But this is a little too much mischief for me now. A little too much mischief <laughs> for me. 
You got a bit Northern Ireland there now, you went. Yeah, I went. I, I tilted up there now. Um, Benjamin. Probably, yeah, well. let's, uh, let's get back on track here. Because people, uh, despite my constant protest, people actually don't enjoy the character Michal McRide. <laughs> I doubt they do. Yeah, go He's on. been variously described as obnoxious and very annoying. And also <laughs> the reason I stopped listening. That's interesting um, because that's the exact same description of Tom Cruise's character in the movie Far and Away, which we'll get to later in this Very bloody good. episode. We'll get, to that. we'll get to that later in this episode. Ben. Benjamin, mm. I tell you what, though, we're going to go heavy spoilers now for WandaVision episode five. Hefty, hefty spoilers, hefty, ladies and gentlemen. Big old spoilers, Ben. Mm. You ready? Yeah. Are you ready for them? Are you ready? All right. Don't be listening to this now if you've not seen WandaVision episode Stop five. Stop it. Put him in a box. He doesn't, you can't put him in a box. You can take his land, but you'll never put him oh, in a box. Jesus Christ. Benjamin, yeah. the absolute sheer audacity of WandaVision episode five. The absolute balls out cheek of them. I, do you know what, Michael? I sat down to watch this episode going 25 minutes. I'm in, I'm out. Fucking 41 minutes, Michael. They're getting longer, Ben. They're getting longer to match the sitcom format they're following. I don't think that's what it is, Ben, because the sitcom that this episode is based on, Family Ties, is... Is it Family Ties? Cla- it took me it's ages. It's Family Ties, try. Ben. You want to take a, you take a look at the... You want to take a look at the opening title sequence of Family Ties and you'd be caught right up. Well, that'd be it. That'd be it. That'll be it. That'll get you up to date. You can do it Let's on your see. next Instagram post. I will, Michael. I, I plan to do exactly that. Do. Very good. Benjamin. Um, yes. So what's going on is... What, what was I saying? Uh, the audacity, the balls. The audacity, the, the, the absolute audacity of them, Ben. So, Benjamin, let's just get straight to the point here. Evan Peters is in it. Yeah. And he's playing Quicksilver. And yep. fucking hell, Ben, the audacity. If you throw your mind back, Ben, harken your mind back to about two years ago. Yeah. When, when yeah. we found out Evan Peters was going to be in this. Yeah. And the first thing... Everybody said was ah, ha, 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 ah, ha, ha. Evan Peters is going to be in it. Wouldn't it be mad if he played the character Quicksilver? And everyone went, oh, you know what, Brian? You're so right. That would be mad. And then everyone went, yes, wouldn't it be hilarious? But obviously it won't be. He'll be playing some sort of other character. Because we couldn't possibly do that because we've already cast Quicksilver in the MCU. Yes, yes, yes. And, and Evan Peters is already Quicksilver, Ben, in the X-Men. Yes, and that's a different property. That's a different property. You can't do that. That's mad. That would be like having Fashti, Michael Fashti, Fashti B. Uh-huh. That would be like having him show up as Magneto. Magneto, famous X-Men villain, Magneto. Yeah. Magneto. So, Benjamin, then the, the kind of conversation about Evan Peters switched to, oh, I bet you he's going to be like some sort of speculum, some sort of spectrum. I can't remember the... Spectre. Some sort of evil ghost thing sent by... By Mephisto, or maybe whatever he'll be the evil. Mephisto. Oh yeah, that would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah, he'll be some sort of creepy, weepy thing. And then, only last week, Ben, we were speculating. Wouldn't it be funny if he played Speed? Yes, which is the 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 young the young is it Tommy? It's Tommy, isn't it? Tommy who grows yeah. up to be Speed in the Young Avengers. And wouldn't that be funny? Because you know he was Quicksilver in the X Men, and then he plays Speed in 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 Wonder Vision, and yeah. you know there's a certain irony and a bit of a, a. But Ben, after all, Ben, it was the most obvious answer the whole time. He is playing Quicksilver. 
the balls on this studio, Michael. The balls <laughs> Absolute on them. balls on them, then. <laughs> um, my favourite bit is the casual Darcy acting as the fans thing, where she goes, she recast Quicks, she recast yes. Pietro. And I was Very like, good. Darcy, you know everybody's sitting at home going, <gasps> what? Darcy and Jimmy Woo are us, Ben. Um, Darcy and Jimmy Woo are um, Kat Dennings has been asked about this Michael and it's my favourite thought ever she wants a spin off between Darcy and Jimmy Woo I'm all for it yes solving X-Files type cases yeah Um, I'd watch a Monica Rambeau Darcy Jimmy Woo show well with the three of them going around solving mysteries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Yes, a Scooby-Doo with a serious edge and no doubt yes Ben they made that show that show was called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it wasn't very well received yeah because it was shit (laughs) <laughs> so what to start again do the whole thing again yep just do it again do it better just start again just do it yep. again start again from scratch yep just do it again alrighty then great um, Benjamin Ooh. the absolute balls though of having Quicksilver be in this yeah the cojones Michael the it's cojones fucking crazy Ben I said how yeah. very dared they I couldn't believe it I'm delighted because I think Evan Peters makes a far better Quicksilver than what's your man's name Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes. Um I, I think that's a far better fit. I think he's he's a more charming actor. But then again, Michael, we got to see a lot more of Evan Peters as Quicksilver than we ever did of Aaron Taylor Johnson as Quicksilver. We did, Ben. And don't forget about Evan Peters Quicksilver. He's quite amusing and diverting. But what really made him a fan favourite was the stopping time scene. Yeah, that's true. If I that's could true. take time and put it in a bottle or some such. Yeah, you. That's the, those are the exact lyrics, Michael. Exact lyrics and tune. Yeah. So Benjamin, um, the problem with that was though they they made him so comically overpowered in the X Men films that they basically had to find a way to take him out in every subsequent film after that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll I mean, in X Men. Yeah, it was that first class? No, it wasn't first class, was it? It was. Uh, he breaks his ankle fast. in Apocalypse. In Apocalypse, he breaks his ankle. In uh, Jean Grey is evil now. He gets stabbed in the leg or something. And <laughs> in what's it? What was that one called? Days of Future Past. Ben. In Days of Future Past, he helps rescue Magneto, and then he goes, "All right, see you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't That's want to be part of this team anymore. That's my involvement. Met my dad. In the plot done because I could solve all of the problems. So yeah, you know, I I don't necessarily prefer him to Aaron Taylor Johnson, to be honest. I think what's probably going to happen, Michael, is he's going to have the MCU Quicksilver's power set with Evan Peters' face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than likely, something like that. Um, More than likely, have, Michael. Have you seen that scene, Ben, with the the official Disney Plus audio description turned on? No. No, I haven't. Wanda opens the door and she sees the version of Pietro from the X-Men films. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's That's brilliant. ridiculous. I watched it with my good lady friend, Ben, and she was like, what? What's what? What's the big deal? He's he's Quicksilver. (laughs) What? What's the big what's the big idea? And I was like, this is the biggest thing that has happened since Samuel L. Jackson showed up in in Avengers one. Yeah, it's not Avengers one. Iron Man one. It's It's a a pretty big deal. And they managed to keep it so secret, Ben. And even with the leak that confirmed we knew he was coming, we thought he was going to be maybe like a one bit. of the town residents who dressed up as as Pietro for Halloween and that gave her a spook or something. But no, it's her brother from a different film franchise entirely. It's mad. It's mad, Ben. I can't get over it. I'm still talking about it. It's mad. I can't get over it. 
And she recognizes it instantly, which means that it's probably official because she's just like, oh, it's Pietro. (laughs) I (laughs) don't think that's what happened. I think she didn't recognize him at all until he said, I'm Pietro, and then she rolled with it. Oh, you think it's one of those. So, Michael, come here to me. Come here to me, Michael. Come here to me. Also, Ben, bear in mind, Ben, his name is Peter, not Pietro. So I don't know if they're going to go with Pietro or is he going to be called Peter? Oh. Mm. That's going to be interesting, isn't it, Michael? Isn't it? Isn't it? So, so Michael, come here to me. Come here to me now that I have I you. Come here to me. Because yeah, you're, you're better at this stuff than I am. Michael, what do you think is going on? Because right now, Michael, you know, Monica Rambeau comes in. She's like, it's all Wanda. But the end of this episode makes you go, is it? Is it all Wanda? Is it all Wanda, though? Is no, it all Wanda? It seems to be that someone has trapped Wanda, but Wanda likes it so much she's helping. Yeah, because Vision pretty much lays it out pretty bare. I enjoy their argument uh, during the ty- the the end credit sequence of this week's yes. parody. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 no. You are not going to bed to reset the entire universe. Yeah. Um, and it's it, pretty Wanda. good. Wanda. <laughs> uh, yeah, then they have a strange argument. Um and they they have a little floaty moment. Mm. Funnily, that's funny good. little quirk, Ben. He floats the way she floats instead of how yes. he floats. Yes, which is interesting, isn't it, Michael? Interesting, mm. interesting. Mm. Mm. Uh, so mm. that's that's pretty interesting to me. My favorite moment of this one, Michael, is where she just strolls out of it um, to throw the drone at the director. Yeah, she's like, everybody piss off away from me. Yeah, um, and she has her little mm-hmm. Sokovian accent kind of lilting in there every once in a while. Um, we get to see her original Ultron powers of the telepathy kind of thing that we didn't see as much of in the other ones. She was kind of just... T- um, no, wait, am I right there? I am. Yeah, she gets the, her mind control stuff is in full effect again. Yeah, um, more so even. Which we didn't really get to see a lot of in Infinity War. It was all telekinetic stuff. Yeah. Um, but in this, she makes all the the officers point the gun at the director. She's like, "Don't forget how powerful I am." Yeah, I'll Buckle. kill. I'll kill you, even though you're clearly the baddie <laughs> of this entire series. He's clearly the the overzealous American agent. He's like, you think she's a terrorist, and Mark and Rambo ben? is like, "Ah, come on." I think he might be the baddie, Ben. <gasps> Who do you think he is, Michael? Uh, maybe Mephisto. Maybe he's going to pull off his mark- mask and it's Jerry Seinfeld. Ah, oh, nice. Best casting you've ever made on this show, Michael. <laughs> still, still. Um, but come here to me. Who I'm do you listening. think it might actually be? I think it is Mephisto. I'm not joking. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah I think it might be a Mephisto that's, that's type in, That'll be interesting, Michael. Mm, mm. That'll be interesting. Because then we'll get the, then we'll get the uh, Doctor Strange and the Mountains of Madness. Exactly, Ben. Um, that's the Which whole is thing, definitely the, the accurate title. Definitely no, it's not, Ben. That's title. a Lovecraft thing. Benjamin, um, did you like how Darcy called it the Hex? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Um, Darcy has stayed so true to her character, Michael, and it's quite enjoyable. To I forgot how much I enjoyed Kat Dennings as a human being in general. Um, I enjoy the moment where she's like, so when it enters the hex, and then Darcy's like, ha, you said the hex. Yeah. I win. <laughs> um, and it's, it's just, she's just great at comic relief that doesn't derail the revelation of the seal. It's if, of the scene. Sorry, I can't talk today, ladies mm. and gentlemen. I don't know. What's going on? Seals. Uh, never, ever, ever takes away from the weight of the seals. No. Um, and I just They're... think it's very good, Michael. It's a good show, Ben. I like it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, did you have any favourite moments this week? Uh, remember when Pietro was at the door? 
Oh, that was mad, wasn't it, Michael? Mind blown, Cause, Ben. Because mind blown. That's not the Pietro from the MCU. Michael. No, I don't know if you no, know this. That's from the X Men. <laughs> he's from the X Men, Michael. And I don't know if you saw this scene, but uh, there's little captions that come on for the for the assisted viewing, and it says uh, Pietro from the X Men movies walks into the scene. Did you yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah. That was mad. yeah, I did see that. It's mad. So it's I was mad. watching it with my good lady friend, Michael, and yeah. she said, "What? What's the big deal? What's what's the big deal? What's, oh, Ben, are you in a deal? relationship now? <laughs> no, not at all. That's Michael. a nice segue for this week's taking... topic. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen who are not from Ireland because <laughs> yes. um, if you were you wouldn't think this was a good idea um, have you ever thought of moving to our tiny little emerald isle in search of love because <laughs> if you are That's Ben is you, available Michael. he's just revealed it on a public <laughs> on a public podcast <laughs> I have his phone number just shoot me a quick text we'll, uh, we'll, set, we'll set you up you will be very, very, very disappointed when Miss Elizabeth Olsen sends me a text. You'll be very annoyed, Michael. You'll be sitting there going, ah, oh, damn it. No, um, I think she's uh, she's married to the Vision, Ben. So you don't have much of a shot there. Oh, I don't. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You'll be very, very annoyed when one Evan Peters shoots me a text, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, that's Ben. <laughs> That'll teach you. That'll teach you. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, there's there's a certain day coming up, and the cyn- the cynical among you might say, "Well, it's just a corporate holiday to sell things." But some of the the lighter hearted, more sentimental folks might say, "Oh, it's a day of love to celebrate the love." Valentine's Day is is next Sunday. International Love Day. International Love Day, as mm-hmm. it's known, um, definitely not not a not a made up thing for a podcast. But it got us thinking. My yes. Jesus. Yes. Do do does Hollywood have some kind of hard on for bloody Irish charming men in villages in Ireland? <laughs> um, yes. And the answer is yes. Yes, they bloody do. Kind um, of. A little bit, sort of, maybe. Pro- um, really, not really, but, though. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that as we go along. So. It got us thinking, and this is primarily spurred on by the the, the sure to be a raging success that is Wild Mountain Time. Oh my God, it's me, Jamie Darden. Oh, when he says those things um, from Miss Emily Blunt. Uh, and yeah, so we're going to get a lot of that, Michael. And I thought it was out by the time we'd be doing this bloody episode, but it's Fucking not, because they moved the bloody thing again. Well, I don't know, Ben. Have you ever heard of coronavirus? No, what's that? Coronavirus, Ben, is a virus that has swept the world and re- resulted in large delays in television and movies. Among other things. That sounds like a hoax. Yeah, no, it sounds probably, like a hoax. It's probably not real, Ben. It's probably fake. That's probably a way for Bill Gates to track my every move, Michael. Yes. Other than that weekly email update you sent to Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. You'll never believe what I've been up to this week. <laughs> um, it's just a weekly podcast email um, It's just letting him know what's on the episode In case he's interested he's Anyway Michael yes. My god we're so diverted today uh, Basically in choosing this topic I chose to punish us both Michael We yes, were both sent down a spiral of bloody hell Heldom is, is all I can describe it as we've, we've taken a look at four Key romanticised Irish films um, Sorry romanticised Ireland films there Right go. go on Um I have taken a look at Far and Away. It's Far and Away, the you... worst film I've ever seen, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it actually might just be. Uh, you, Michael, 
me I'm taking for my a look suffering. at the the esteemed PS yeah. I love you. Oh, uh, okay. I, <laughs> you've surprised me there, to be honest, because I had misread that. I thought it was called Piss I Love You. And <laughs> then I watched an entirely different film now that I think about it. Uh, you, you searched it on Pornhub, did you? Uh, no, it's just www.orkelly.com. <laughs> I've got oh, him, Ben. Got him. I've taken Lord Kelly down another <laughs> notch. <laughs> he doesn't have much further to fall, to be honest. Um, but yeah, you're you're doing your bit. You're doing your bit. Uh, then we both took a look at Leap Year, um, and Michael is taking a look at The Matchmaker. <laughs> now, to be fair, I've had a lovely stream of text messages sent to me this week, saying this is too far. This topic is too far. You've gone too we've, far. We don't gone. want it. <laughs> um, so because we've suffered through that, ladies and gentlemen, now you're going to suffer through it with us. Good. Um, so we're going to start with the film that I watched, Michael. Yes. Which is Far and Away. Oh, um, Peter Hockey Jokies. Now, Michael, I think there's probably a reason that this film hasn't left much of a cultural footprint no ben it has um, it has left an enormous cultural footprint i think maybe you don't re- yes i think you don't recognize it because it is it came out when you were about zero years old i was one yeah so i think out. you might not be aware of how much of a cultural impact this has but this is what has informed most americans about how irish people speak ah uh, that explains a, a lot yes that explains a lot so it has had quite a a footprint. So, Michael, what I want you to do... Yes? What I want you to do is cast your mind back, Michael. Yes? To the cold and miserable times of 1892 in this country. Oh, so post-famine. Uh, just, just. Right, right, <laughs> uh, right, right, yeah, so right, 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 right. It is, um, it is post-famine, but we still have the L tenant farming. We still have the L absentee landlords. Uh, the egregious abuses of power that went with that, um, and and the, the likes, right? Do we have Jared Harris? Do we have the actor Jared Harris? Jared Harris is there. Don't you worry. Um, so what we what we're treated to, Michael, is a, a Hollywood version of the hardships of famine life, um, in Ireland, right? Right. And uh, one of the introducing scenes with with young Jared Harris, yeah, who's J H as he's called, yeah, J H. Um, Often part of, a, of an oppressed minority, Michael. It uh, seems he, to be one of he, his, his key roles. Ben, I don't know if you've been watching uh, the TV show The Expanse. <laughs> but Jared Harris is in The Expanse, Ben. And in The Expanse, he plays a character in the OPA. And the OPA, Ben, are the IRA. They, uh, yeah, roughly. And Jared Harris speaking. essentially plays Space Jerry Adams. Uh, yeah, but a bit... Yeah, yeah no, he does. He's that's, Jerry that's Adams' exactly spots. That's who he you, You're going to give us a round of that uh, famous OPA impression you've been working on? Beltaloda. We have got to <laughs> always look out for the belt. It doesn't matter if your accent is consistent or inconsistent. It does, as long as it is somewhere vaguely foreign and beltish. Nice. That's that's the best it's been. Thank you. Thank you. I've been working on it. The best it's been. Thank you, Ben. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing it next week where we drop in on Michael's accent challenge. Yes, 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 Ben. I'm just doing... So he essentially plays Jerry Adams in space because the OPA is the IRA. So I suppose one of the reasons, Michael, that this film was so influential is because it has two of the biggest bloody 90s Hollywood stars in the world attached to it. Jared Harris. Jared Harris. Yes. Jared Harris. (laughs) And... 
and uh, <laughs> and Cyril Cusack. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big stars. Yeah. Huge. Huge. So anyway, it had Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, um, Michael, at the at the early days of their, their superstardom in 1992. And Tom Cruise is playing one Joseph Donnelly. Oh, that sounds very Irish. Okay. And young... Um, young... Nicole Kidman is playing none other than Shannon. 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 Which is very Irish. Yeah. Uh, Shannon. Yes, that's how it works. Anyway, poor L. Joseph Donnelly. He's one of the tenant farmers, Michael. Oh, of course he is, yeah. And I do believe we could play a very effective drinking game if all we did was drink whenever the word land is dropped. Me land. Me land, 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 land is what I dream of. Land is freedom. There's land. Um, my God, do they love the word land here? Um, so anyway, what happens is poor old Joseph Donnelly's papa, Cyril Cusack, yeah, is passing away, and he's never had his freedom, Michael. No. He's never had his freedom. He's worked for the landlord for all these years, and he's never had his freedom. And on his deathbed. Young Joseph Donnelly, who's nothing else in the world because an Irishman without his family is nothing. Nothing else in the world, Michael. And he vows revenge against the evil landlords. Joseph Donnelly will take back his father's land. Land. And uh, so he, he storms up to the house by himself. Yeah. The big man. house. Does he sprint? He tries to. Does he do a Tom Cruise sprint? He do, well, no, that comes later, Michael, in Oklahoma, but we'll get to that. So anyway, he takes on the landlord. It doesn't go great. No. <laughs> um, he's captured. He's about to be uh, sent out for treason and, and the likes. And for some reason, Shannon takes a right shine to him and his dreams of freedom. And so she frees him. And they oh. slip off to America together, Michael. Oh. On the big long boat. Um, <clears throat> and what happens is they both land in that America. And oh, then yeah, we get I've the immigrant story of... Uh, the immigrant story of two young Irishmen, Irish people, Irish, mm-hmm. Irishes, two young yeah. Irishes making their way in the big smoke. But Michael, it gets better. It gets better. Naturally, the hard economic circumstances of new immigration hit them both very hard. And their love story doesn't have a chance to blossom. Oh, no. I know. I know. I know. So anyway, they then hear about land. Is there any land, Ben? There's land going if you go to Oklahoma. Um, and that's based on a real-life event called the Oklahoma Land Rush. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the pair of them to go out there, but separately. And Tom Cruise hasn't seen her in eight long months, right? I thought you were going to say But then years. he finds out when he moves out to Oklahoma that who came along in the meantime, Michael? Only Jared the Harris. Buddy. Jared Harris. <laughs> the actor Jared Harris is there. Who comes out to do there? Only bloody Nicole Kidman's entire landlord family. Oh, no. They experienced a bloody peasant revolt back in Ireland. They've moved out to Oklahoma as well. So now Tom Cruise is out in Oklahoma. He sees Nicole Kidman. He wants her back. But the bloody landlord family's like, stay the fuck away from my daughter. Right? Um, and uh, there's a whole thing, Michael. There's a whole, uh, there's a, a land grab. There's a little mini revolution of the working class finding equality in Oklahoma. Um, and eventually they fall madly in love with each other because, you know, um, one of my favorite things about it, Michael, is that one of the great symbols of freedom is a horseshoe. Oh, right. Um, 
I, I don't know why I feel that's racist towards Irish people, but I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a, an astounding attempt at what you would call an Irish accent from one Tom Cruise. It's, it's excellent, isn't it? One of the best uh, ever committed to film. Yeah. Oh, it's rough stuff. We get the Tom Cruise run in full effect, Michael. Does he do a run? Um, he does a run through a, a war-torn Oklahoma. Oh, very good. Um, and he's on full sprint. Um, there's some excellent uh, back and forth between Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise as they argue heatedly in kind of a flop house hallway. That's probably and the my most God. famous scene, Ben, from far and away. Yeah, where they're having an uh, I could make as much money as you if I wanted. Tell and me that you like me hat. Now. Tell me that you like me hat. <laughs> Do you like me hat, Shannon? Tell me that you like me hat, you bastard. And with that, that movie gave away the kryptonite of all Irish men. Yeah. Which is, say something nice about our hats and we're yours. Well, that's it. That's all. That's uncontrollable. Uh, yep. Yeah, Tell it. me that that's you like it. me hat, Shannon. And then the most famous line from all Irish women is, keep the hat on. Keep the um, hat on, Paddy. And that's, that's how you know. That's how you know you found the one. Ah, you can leave your hat on. Um, so, Michael, this is a... This is a heck of a film. Um, <laughs> And did you like his hat, Ben? I, I it was quite a nice hat, Michael. I'll be fair. I'll be yeah. fair. I won't. I won't take it out in the hat. Um, the wait. Is this his hat or his suit? It's a suit. But <laughs> Tell I me that you like my suit. I like. I liked your hat bit better. Right. Um, I like. I like the hat bit better. It's his suit in real life, Michael. He said, "Tell me that you like my suit." Um, so, what we see, Michael, there's bloody bare knuckle boxing at one point. Oh, yeah. Um where Tom Cruise, the scrappy little Irishman who could, wins because he's got an Irish fighting spirit. Oh, yeah. Never mind, Michael, that he gets knocked in his arse in the first act when he tries to take on the landlord's um, guards. But no, 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 no. When he gets to that America, he suddenly becomes a bloody pit-fighting extraordinaire. He's got that Irish fighting Um, spirit, Ben. Yeah, he's got that Irish fighting immigrant spirit. Never give up, never say die. And now that you've mentioned that this is hugely formative in the fetishization of the Irish immigrant experience in that America, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit. disgusting representation. It's also a very whitewashed representation of tenant farming and indentured servitude. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Hold Michael. on a minute. Like, it's now, very... hold, on, hold on, hold on a second. What do you mean by that? Um, because there's not a, the hardship is very gentle, Michael. There's there's not a lot of people who are the Irish are very soft in the right, first. Right. Act. Okay, so you're saying whitewashed <laughs> as in like uh, softened and made more. Oh pleasant, yeah, sorry, I've, in... I've used completely the wrong term. Sorry, right. okay. sorry. Um, what am I trying to say? I, I I don't know. I mean, I I think you, you could. I think whitewashed used to be the right word for what you're describing. Oh, okay. Um, but now it means just removing people of colour from the history. Oh, no, they they didn't do that. Because um, Jared Harris is in it and he's from the belt. Jared Harris is in it and he's a belter. Yeah. Um, don't worry about it, Ben. Don't worry they about romanticized. it. Yeah, they yeah, romanticised yeah. the hardships of that time. Um, there's a lot of landlords strolling about acting the bollocks um, on land, just, just wandering into groups, large groups of peasants. And sneering at them and stuff and nothing happening to them. Which I found quite fascinating, Michael. So it's um, not like the film Black 47, where no. the soldier returning from the war 
sees a mother and her two children frozen to death on the side of the road. We don't get a lot of that. Remember, it's 1890 as well, Michael. It's not like height of the... It's not height of the famine either. Well, it's the first generation post-famine. It was really... That period is the birth of the whole notion of Irish independence and Celtic revival and all that sort of stuff. And we don't get a lot of that, Michael. We get... (laughs) We get, this is a bit shit, isn't it? Yeah, let's bloody lynch it. And the one thing we'd love to see, Michael is is the the peasant revolt scene that that might actually be enjoyable for people to see and it gets about two minutes of screen time and what does jared um, harris do in it oh he's he's up there like he's he's giving it socks is he good in the, um, in the peasant revolution we did we the irish loader <laughs> we no get the, <laughs> um, he has a whole speech about the irish lotus yeah all, um, all the we Irish loader we just making <laughs> their potatoes and they come and taking them potatoes it's going to get us in trouble one way. Oh, if it didn't get Jared Harris in trouble, I can't see how it could get us in trouble. <laughs> um, Jared Harris, anyway. the king of inconsistent accents. <laughs> he does, he's so inconsistent. Because sometimes he's a very softly spoken Englishman in that show as well. Yeah. Um, it's real weird. Come but anyway, Michael. Come over here, Jim Miller. Let me talk to you for a moment. We are the bell. <laughs> here, Jim, stop acting the bollocks, will you? Come here. Come over here, Jim. Let's Come let's have here, a Jim. let's, let's have, have a bloody tetas. I'm tete. going to break your legs. Mi pensa. Mi pensa. Um, but anyway. Yes. Um, Michael, a disaster of a film. Um, bizarre representation of the Irish struggle. Um, much beloved by people who have no time spent here or any knowledge of our history, maybe. But I don't know. The whole thing, it's made by Ron Howard. So that should give you a sense of what you're dealing with in terms of romanticization. And, you know, he's a famous gingy. He's a famous gingy. He is, yeah. Um, but it's very much based, I think, on the 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 exaggerated tales that people might have, you know, come up with back in the day to tell their grandkids, second or third generation Irish American. Mm. Do you know what I mean yeah, about yeah, the fighting yeah, yeah. Irish and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. It it's really born of the the nostalgia I think that people probably had for their country back in the day, and it's like I said, it's very romanticized. Um. And it it's just very Hollywood. Um, Benjamin, I watched yeah. the film, which has a much more tragic history in many ways. Okay. I watched the film, Ben, Piss I Love You, starring R. Kelly. <laughs> I am, of course, joking, Ben. I watched the film P.S. I Love You, starring Hilary's Wank. Hilary's Wank, yes. yes. Very, very famous. Uh, Oscar-winning actress, Hilary's, Hilary's Wank. Wank. Yes. But Hilary's, Hilary's Wank, Wank, Ben, tends to be in serious films where she can gurn and grimace. And this is not that kind of film. It stars Hilary's Wank and noted Irishman Gerard Butler. Yeah, he's famously Irish, Michael. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, from, he's, from, he's from Upper Ireland. Yes. Um, which is a short boat trip away from, from us lower Irish yes, down yeah, here. Yeah. Also sometimes known as Scotland. Occasionally yeah. called that, yes. But as, as we know, Scotland is actually an oppressive and unfair title. We actually call it Upper, upper Ireland. Upper Ireland and Lower Ireland. Yeah. That's what they are. Very, They're almost um, exactly the same. Yes, different accent. 
The accent no, of- no, Michael, because you'll remember this 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 year, Michael. Jamie Dornan said, "I'm only I'm only about an hour's drive from where the film is set in Wild Mountain Time," and that was Jamie Dornan comparing Belfast yeah. and the Republic of Ireland. Mullingar, and those Michael are almost exactly the same. But you know what, Ben? Jamie Dornan can fuck off. At least Jerry B. <laughs> at least Jerry B. Has created this abomination out of ignorance rather than smugness. Because Jerry B's accent, Ben, awful. Awful stage Irish ridiculousness. Holly! Yeah. Holly, it's me, Jerry. Jerry, your husband from Ireland. Oh, look at me underpants. They've got a shabarock on them. Oh, it's, it's, it's an absolute abomination of an accent from Jerry B. And really, Ben, the, the real tragedy of the film P.S. I Love You, which is not as you led me to believe, a rom-com, Ben. It is, in fact, a rom-dram. I, that's my mistake, Michael. I'm very sorry. It is deeply unfunny. Um, but the real, <laughs> the real abomination, the real sadness of the, book, of the movie P.S. I Love You is it's based on a book, Ben, called P.S. I Love You. By one Cecilia Hearn, Michael. Who is a real Irish person. A real Irish a person real, who should know Irish fucking person. better. She does, Ben. She does know better. I have read the book, P.S. I Love You. The book, P.S. I Love You, Ben, is set in Ireland with Irish okay. characters, with Irish oh, values. No. Yes. No. Yes. Um, so have you seen the film, P.S. I Love You, Ben? Yes. Um, there's, there are a lot of things in P.S. I Love You which aren't from the book. For example, the whole idea of her finding her meaning in life at the end by becoming a shoe designer. That is something only in America. In the, in the film, he, Jerry says, find what you love doing and do it for fuck's sake. He doesn't say for, that. That, that would make it a lot better. Um, but yeah, he, he encourages her to take a risk and do something she loves and she finds her passion in designing shoes. Good and only an American adaptation could come up with something as fucking ridiculous as that. Yeah, because nothing is as empowering to a woman as as designing shoes. Designing shoes, exactly. Yeah, and there's lots of stuff as well. Like they have to be this mismatched comedy couple at the beginning, where he's uh, drinking, smooth talking, fun loving, singing Irishman, and she's an uptight. And none of that is in the book because Cecilia Hearn is an Irish person who wrote these books largely, I think, for an Irish audience. And then, you know, had international success. And then yeah. we get we got the American version of it. But for some reason, they decided to keep the Irishness. But oh, as opposed oh. to Cecilia Hearn's version, which is a very realistic depiction of modern Ireland. It's, yeah. well, I mean, it's not a hyper-realistic. It's not. And then I saw two fellas fighting and one of them called the other a gaul. It's, but... You know, it's it's just set in real Ireland. It's set in real modern Ireland. Yeah. That's in reference to an internet video, Ben, from Limerick from about five years ago. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Yes, but this isn't. This is romanticised Ireland and romanticised Jerry Butler Ireland. And the real awful crime of this film, which is no good. It's a no good film. It's not a good it's film. It's a no good film. Is I counted, Ben, two Irish people in this film. Okay. Two. And it's Jerry oh. Butler's parents and they have one scene. Yeah. And that everybody else is not Irish. It's filmed in Ireland. About half of uh-huh. it is filmed in Ireland. What would you say uh-huh. uh, Jerry what would you say the character Jerry Butler's favorite song is Ben in this? 
uh, is it with or without you by U2? <laughs> no, it's Fairy Tale of New York, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, oh, we love that. But there are that. so Jerry Butler, obviously Jerry Butler's Scottish. He can't do an Irish accent. Literally to save his life, he kills him in this. He dies of a brain tumor. I think because Ooh. he's asked to not the actor Jerry Butler, the character. Oh, thank God. They said, do an Irish accent there. And he says, I can't do an Irish accent to save my life. And then he dies. So he's not Irish. Yes. None of the other characters. She goes to Ireland, Ben, and she meets a replacement Jerry Butler. Go a kind of on. a better Jerry Butler. And he's played by your favourite actor and mine, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Is he an Irishman? He plays an Irishman as well, yeah. And you'll notice uh, Jerry, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, famously also not Irish. Not at <laughs> Although, all. Although, to his credit... He underplays the accent by being a bit mumbly and not talking very clearly. And he gets, away, man. he gets away with it a lot more than Jerry Butler did. That's a smart man. But there are, hey. there are, that, that's the real tragedy of this film, Ben, that there were clearly no Irish people involved in it whatsoever at any stage. <sighs> that's awkward, isn't it? I mean, it's a very nice, it, it, it did wonders for the Irish tourism industry. Yeah. With people coming I'm to sure see the Wicklow Mountains National Park and getting lost and meeting a man with the with the gruff exterior but the heart of a poet. Ah, uh, sure, look, we've, we're all like that, Michael. We're all you've, like that, you've, to- you've tomes of poetry on that shelf there behind you. I don't, you. Benjamin. I fucking hate poems. I no, hate you've them. you've tomes of poetry there written in your own blood, Michael. Blood and whiskey that you mix together for ink. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's no use, Ben. It's no good. It's not a very good film. Even the ending, Ben, is so... Bl- oh, there's three Irish people in... Um, <laughs> the three Irish oh, people. I forgot, Catty Bates is in it. And Catty Bates is not Irish, but she... In one of the final scenes, she comes to Ireland with her daughter, Hilary's Wank. And she does some incredible acting in pretending she's never been to Ireland before. And... uh and and being constantly surprised by the beauty and the landscape and the people. She's, Kathy Bates, she's a real master actor. She's, she kind of, Master Bates, that's what we call her. And Master Bates and Hilary's Wank, they go to Ireland together. And they fall in love in tandem with an Irish oh, father and son. Oh, that's handy, isn't it? Isn't it? So, bit incestuous, but handy. Ah, sure look. Sure, look, sure. Wouldn't be Ireland on film if there wasn't a touch of incest, huh? It's no, huh? it's no good, Ben. It's no good. Hilary Swank's sister is played by a British actress for some reason, and she's doing like a character from a fifties movie. She's like, "Oh, hey guys, when are we going over there? What what film are you in? What film is this woman in? She's in a totally different film." <laughs> That's amazing. It's weird. That's it's a amazing. weird film. Gina Gershon is in it for some reason. I love Gina Gershon. Yeah, she's in it. She's married to Spike from Buffy. Is she Irish? No, she's American. And uh, Spike from Buffy is American as well. And although I think he's supposed to be Irish, but it, they never really get into it. And All right. Phoebe from Friends is in it. Yeah, for some reason. it's Oh, yeah. It's of a course. weird film, Ben. It's a weird film. Get rid of it. Throw it in the bin. It did a lot for the Irish tourism industry, but I have no time for it. Well, Michael, thankfully... The yes. next film that I'm about to talk to is filled um, with Irish actors playing um, Irish Stereotypes. Now, yeah. in, in defense of, of the primary actress, Michael, in 2010's Leap Year. Yeah. Amy McAdams. Amy Adams. Not an Irish woman. 
No, Amy Adams, not McAdams. Amy McAdams. Right, Amy I see McAdams. what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's Amy Adams, you're absolutely right. She plays Anna Brady. Yeah. Okay. She's from... probably from Boston, I'd say. She's <laughs> you're, you're 100% correct. Um, she's, it's either New York or Boston, I can't remember which American... No, 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 you're right, Michael. It's Boston. I watched it yesterday, (laughs) Ben. I watched it yesterday. It's fresh in my mind. You're right. So anyway, where's Hilary Swank from? She's from New York. Hilary Swank, I think you'll find is how it's pronounced. Thank you. Um, And then noted Irish actor, acclaimed Irish actor, Matthew Good. Acclaimed Um, Irish actor, Englishman Matthew Good. Englishman from Birmingham, Matthew Good. Yes. Um... And yeah, so he steps into the role of Declan O'Callaghan. Benjamin. And, yeah, go on. Matthew Bad. Matthew Bloody, no good. No good whatsoever. No good whatsoever. So, here's a man, Michael. Now, in fairness, he has the dream of every Irishman, which is, just let me run my pub. Let me own my pub and have me gruffness. Um, And, of course, he does what every Irishman does, which is drive a 1990s Opal. Um, in 2010, it's the the banged up little car. It's not a Renault. Is it a Renault? It's not a Renault C4 I, Citroen. I I thought it was an Opal. Never no, mind. De- definitely not an Opal, Ben. And anyway, it's definitely not a 90s car either. I think it's a 70s car. 90s car Opal. Um, and anyway, <laughs> Michael. Um, anyway, <clears throat> young Miss Anna Brady is yes. taking advantage. Of an age-old tradition. Oh, Peter Cokey-Bokey. Which is on the leap here, Michael. It's a red OC for Ben. February... I can't remember the date. What date are, are women allowed to ask? February, 29th. 29th. The leap day. February 19th. Huh? The leap day. The leap day. Uh, a woman... Might subvert bloody gender roles and expectations. Get down on one knee and ask her gra to marry her. Oh, very good. So she is determined, Michael, because her useless American boyfriend, Jeremy, um, played by the ever adorable... Uh, what's his name? Adam Scott. Uh, Adam Adam Scott, love him. (laughs) Love him. Um, Adam Scott. He's... In another thankless role as slimy boyfriend. (laughs) So he's over in Dublin and he's making a deal in Dublin. He's working in the offices in Dublin. Um, And so she decides I'm going to do it, right? But on her way over, Michael, there's only a bloody storm. Um, And first she gets stuck in Wales. Then she has to get the ferry from Wales to Cork. And then she finds our young Mr. O'Callaghan. And she's like, come here to me, come here to me. I'll give you money for your kitchen if you give me a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but before young Matthew Good has time to unbuckle his trousers, he said, up to Dublin, up to Dublin. And he's like, okay, okay, fair enough. Um, so anyway, then starts the hanky-panky, Michael. Then start the shenanigans. And we find out that big old Matthew Good, oh, he's gruff. He's very oh, gruff, Michael, he's gruff. Oh, he has one passion in this life, and that's running his pub. I'm drinking and pub. being gruff. <laughs> but he's got a dark secret, Michael. And he's got he's no got time dark... for messing, no time for Americans. He's bloody like Americans coming over here with your bloody customs. I mean, customs. Um, that accent, Michael, speaking of Jared Harris's inconsistent I played Ozymandias. You know, I've played Ozymandias, you know. <laughs> 
It it's just, fucking it, all over the place. It's one of the worst <laughs> accents ever committed to screen. It's so messy. Um, so anyway, through that, Michael, we get to experience the Irish countryside. <laughs> mm. And two things stand out to me in this, Michael. Uh, number one is the outrageously outdated um, hostel owners. Oh, brilliant. The, the, one of the, the best B&B. things I've ever seen. <laughs> so... <laughs> Amy Adams yeah. and Matthew would have to pretend to be married yeah. lest the pious and traditional homeowners don't let them stay the night sure we had two German backpackers in there and they came right out with it we're not married they said so I sent them packing rain or no rain there's standards in a house um, so that's one of the monologues that we get um, from the lady of the house and the other one is to show us old people how it's done give them and a kiss a strange old Irishman pressures <laughs> Matthew Good and Amy Adams into having a shift yeah um, and throughout all this Michael throughout all this um, Matthew Good is trying to suppress his deep dark secret yeah, his deep dark streak. And that is that he's had his heart broken. Once upon a time, I wasn't so gruff, and I didn't mind a shenanigan. And do you know what? Everything was lovely. And I gave her my clatter ring. I gave her my clatter ring. The cheapest clatter ring you've ever seen. <laughs> that belonged to me, mammy. And yeah. she went up there to Dublin. And I won't go to Dublin. I don't want to because she's up there with me, mammy's clatter ring. Um, and shenanigans ensue, Michael. And it's just. Oh, it's so shit. It's just... Uh... I tell you what, Ben. Here's the thing. I accidentally watched it as well. I got mixed up about what films we were supposed to be watching. And I watched Leap Year. Leap Year is a much better film than P.S. I Love You. Oh, well, that's good. It's much better. For one thing, Ben, every single one of them plays a fucking stereotype. But at least there are Irish people in it. Yeah, there are. They've cast Irish actors playing Irish roles. Now, except for Matthew usual, Good, they've done the, the usual. They've Irish cast character. the main Irish character, the romantic Irish lead, and they've cast a fucking English guy who can't do the accent, as usual. But <laughs> oh, pretty much everyone else who plays an Irish person is Irish. Yeah, and I mean it's a reasonably accurate representation of a trip across Ireland. As well. The wedding is an interesting scene, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, that was the thing. At least at the wedding, the wedding almost felt out of place because the bride, the actress playing the bride is an Irish actress. But that was so naturalistic. That was like a real Irish person. It's really normal in the yeah. middle of the thing. <laughs> and she looked like a, a normal Irish woman and the whole wedding seemed like a normal Irish wedding. And I was like, why have they briefly transitioned across to the real world? What, what's, what's going happening? on here what is and this the whole quantum thing, state the whole thing appeared to happen around Glenda Lock, which is only about 40 minutes from Dublin <laughs> what the fuck is going on it only takes about 6 hours to get across Ireland it doesn't take that long Michael my, my favourite bit of reality intruding on my kind of shock at this film was Bus Aaron there's a yes. Bus Aaron bus in the middle of it I went what the fuck but they got that um, bus from Ennis Corthy I think and not Ennis Corthy Ennis Kerry Ennis Corthy the one out just outside Dublin. Dublin bus serves there. You don't even need to get a bus, Aaron. Just get the 46A. Ver- just get the... Fu- it's not the 46A. I think it's the... I don't know what it would be. It's the one that goes to Paris Court, Ben. You'd know. Oh. No. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't know. matter. Anyway. But that's a nitpick. But 
Um, yeah, it's a much better film than P.S. I Love You. It's not a good film. And it's, it's not. an absolute abomination that Matthew Good was cast as an Irishman. And Matthew Good himself has said, whatever. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. my heart wasn't in it. Uh, I don't know if you've read any interviews, but Matthew Good did it because his, his lady friend has just had a new baby. And, and he, he needed able- the money. Well, it wasn't that he needed the money. It was that he didn't have to go to Hollywood. Oh, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. He was able it? to film it in Dublin, mostly. And that's a uh, hop, skip and a jump from Birmingham where he could go and see his, his wife and child. That's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But poor old Don't... Adam Scott. What a thankless job. Yeah, he just got to play a prick. He didn't. He was a perfectly oh, the... nice guy. There's the bit at the end, he... though, where he's like, so I figured just get married, right? Like, Yeah, but the... I mean, <laughs> so he's not romantic. He's not a bad guy. He's not yeah, a bad he's guy. Romantic. He's just not romantic. He's He's a practical person. He's created an incredible life for the two of them. And yeah, then that's she's true. like, fuck this, I'm going off with this prick who I met for 25 minutes in Ireland. And he can't even do an accent. I think it's Pub Paddy. I think that's his name in the film, yeah. isn't it? Pub, Pub Paddy, Paddy Pub. Like, ben, I'm as I'm getting older, Ben, and as you know, I'm rapidly approaching 40. Um, I'm relating more and more to the stable boyfriend who's... Uh, well, you who, would. Yeah. And I'm like, that. fuck that Matthew Good prick. Having an adventure. But that's a that's a natural part of any um, rom com, Michael. Because quite often, the the male protagonist in a rom com, be they the main character or the main character's love interest, they're awful intruding pricks. Um, <laughs> like the the end of what's the one with Daniel Radcliffe and Harry Potter, Poots. No, there's one. Basically, he gets involved in this this woman's life. He falls in love with her. I think it's called Happily something. I can't remember anyway. But anyway, he gets involved in this woman's life. And it's set in Dublin, Michael. So it's still tangential to us. But basically, she has a little life in Dublin with a fella. And she lives with him. And the fella's lovely. The the man that she has is lovely. But Daniel Radcliffe can't let it go. Because he's like, we're meant to be together. And at one point, Michael, it has what can only be described as a wonderful revenge fantasy scene for the long-term boyfriends who have suffered through these films, right? <laughs> does he beat up Daniel Radcliffe? He does. He does. Good. Daniel Radcliffe turns up on his doorstep, knocks on the door, the boyfriend answers, and Daniel Radcliffe tries to do his charming, like, I just I just need five minutes. And your man just clocks him, straight in the nose, and sends him <laughs> down the Georgian steps of one of the houses that you see along the Lansdowne Road. And it's just, it's an immense moment Fuck of off, Daniel revenge, relief. It's just yeah. like, and but like, that happens a lot. Like, I, you're expecting, throughout the whole film leap, you're expecting Adam Scott to be having an affair in Dublin or something. Because that's yeah. usually what happens in films like this. But no, he has to be a bastard. Yeah, he has to be a bastard. But all he is is unromantic. So she like, leaves him, she leaves their life and her job, and she goes off to live with this fucking loser who fucking can't even do an accent <laughs> anyway Ben I watched I the last you're... film on our list um, called as it was The Matchmaker yeah and The Matchmaker is a 1997 film Ben and Good God. it stars your favourite actress and mine uh, the prototype to Ellen Page uh, Janine Garofalo very fair very yeah, yeah, fair yeah. Janine Garofalo Ben is sent by an American senator a senator. A senator called John McGlory. And he's losing the election, Ben, in Boston. Yeah. 
and he needs to prove he needs to find some McClory's in in Ireland, Ireland, to to go and take have a photo opportunity and have some Guinness in the pub in Money Gall, not Money Gall, sorry, that's 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 Obama. Um, to go and have some pints of Guinness in the pub in Ballinagraw. Oh, Ballinagraw, which yeah. translates roughly to home of the love <laughs> town of love ben so balanagraw has an annual matchmaking festival of course people, it does michael where people from all over ireland and the world come to find love to get the ride i mean find love and so janine garofalo ends up in balanagraw at the time of the matchmaking festival and she is set to task on finding the uh the ancestors of um of Thingy Majiki. Senator, Senator McGlory. McGlory. <laughs> Senator McGlory's based on John Kerry, Ben. I don't know if you know this about John Kerry, but John Kerry's family were from Eastern Europe. And oh, they, dear. They took the name Kerry before moving to Boston and then moved to Boston and played up the Irish angle despite the fact that none of them were even remotely Irish. What? So that's the kind of little... That's the driving plot of this. Wow. But the main plot, Ben... Of, we should do a podcast on that. <laughs> that sounds class. Stolen like a Irishness. serial style. Ah, oh, how Irish? Oh no, what we call it, Michael? I don't know, but I'm talking about the matchmaker. No, no, wait, 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 wait. This could be a great podcast. We should call it Paddy Wackery. No, we've already done that. That's already a term that exists, Ben. No, no, but we call our podcast it, Michael. Like Paddy when we Wacker. do a podcast exposing American politicians who play up their Irishness. So, Janine Garofalo, Ben, she's in Ballynagraw. One. And she meets a gruff Irishman who works in the local pub and, you know, his heart was broken in the past. Matthew so, Good. It, no, it's not Matthew Good, Ben. It's um noted Irish actor. What the heck is his name? David O'Hara. I don't know that uh, <laughs> name. Oh, hold on. I've just looked him up there on Facebook. He's Scottish. Get fucked. <laughs> He's Scottish. He Get plays... Fucked. He plays the exact same character that Matthew Good plays in Lucius. <laughs> he is exactly the same. Even Ben, his reason for being gruff is identical. He have his heart broken by someone who stole his mammy's cladding. He had his heart broken by his wife who left him and she stayed in Dublin and he came back down to the countryside. Ah. And she's played, uh, Ben, by noted Irish actress Saffron Burroughs, who you oh, might yeah. remember from Deep Blue Sea a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no way! Saffron, <laughs> making the that's, rounds. That's how you pod. know this film was made in 1997. But, Ben, there's a very interesting little wrinkle in this film, because in the writer's list, if you look at the third name down on the re- list of writers, you'll see a quite an interesting name. Okay, do you want me to look this up now? Like, uh, No, it's Graham Linehan. Oh, What? <laughs> Yes. So, I know Mr. Linehan has uh, fallen out of favour recently. Rapidly. Very and rapidly. heavily. Yes. And, you know, there are some, there's a couple of little problematic scenes. Oh, no, that's in Leap Year. Ben, remember in Leap Year, the bit with the three people from the uh, the, alter, the other community? Oh, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? That's so racist. Oh, it's so <laughs> racist. But they avoid the racism by not saying it. But they heavily imply it. Oh, it's awful. It's an awful scene and it should be banned. She's just... (laughs) 
She's just travelling across the country and she bumps into three other people who are travelling across the country in a van. Oh, Jesus. And Matthew Good is like, I'm sure Matthew Good and Amy Adams had no idea how racist that scene was that they were filming. They couldn't have known. They but everyone known. else must have. Any Irish person that watched that goes, Oh, I'm not sure about that. Jesus. Um, anyway, Jesus. back to uh, The Matchmaker. So The Matchmaker, Ben, because it has an Irish writer in the credits... Everyone in the matchmaker who's Irish is Irish, except That's of course good. the romantic leads. Because we couldn't have an Irishman up front. <laughs> no, they so they needed a sexy Irishman, so they went and got a Scottish fella. Now, of all of the Irishmen we've talked about in this episode, he has by far and away the best accent. Oh, that's good. That's it's good. not great. It's not okay. incredibly good. He okay. doesn't pass as Irish. Right. But it's not standout comically bad. That's not that's not too bad, Michael. Saffron Burroughs is awful, but she only Fair. has three or four lines. Grand. And she's barely a character, so don't worry about that. But of all of the films that we have watched for this episode, Ben, it is easily the best. Michael, I, I what I what I found most interesting um about the the little the few clips that I watched in anticipation of this very episode, Michael, is the the sheer dismissive nature of Janine Garofalo's character towards Irish people. Yes, well, she, but you see, this is the thing: she has an arc. Oh, okay, okay, and you know, but that you know, that's the character Janine Garofalo always played in the nineties. Yeah, but was, like at one point, she just turns around to an Irish, okay, Patty, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you'd actually say that to somebody. Yeah, that face. would be a bit of a risk. I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> it's a bit cheeky yeah. um, on our home turf, so to speak. So well, tell me, did she look, fall in love with David O'Hara in the end? Luckily, Ben, the man that she says that to is not Irish. He's fucking Scottish. But of course, she does fall in love with David O'Hara in the end, Ben. And then they have a trouble and they break up and they get back together and everything is fine. Well, but, it's classic. Yeah, it is easily the best of this lot. So if you do want to watch one, a, a comedy that's actually funny with Irish people in it that was filmed in Ireland and that had Irish writing staff involved and that isn't pure and simple paddy whackery, it's easily the best one. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. I'm not saying it's the greatest film ever made. It is not. It's not the best romantic comedy ever made, but it's a diverting couple of hours and it's a decent film. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. What did we bloody miss? What paddy wackery films filled with romance, love and epic thirst for land um, did we miss in this week's episode? You can join us next week where we'll be replaced by Matthew Good and David O'Hara. On <laughs> That'd be great. They're going to be our guests. <laughs> Have a little break. <laughs> Next week, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a look at Friends Become Enemies, the trope of converting certain enemies in your favorite comics, uh, TV series, films into friends, allies, companions, whatever you want to call it. That's what we'll be taking a look at. So do get in touch with us for any of that. If you'd like to get in touch with us, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us in the following places. We're on the interwebs at www.shomrabug.com, S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means tiny room in Irish. It does indeed. You can find us on the bloody Insta at Shomra Exact same spelling, same meaning exact, as well. Yes, exact same meaning. I say that bit. Sorry, I skipped over you because we're over time. Um, <laughs> l- l- <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here on our lovely Emerald Isle. You, we hope you go away weeping at the beauty of this ancient land and you find yourself a strapping, gruff Irishman one day. Goodbye yeah, but played by a Scottishman. By a, played by a Not played by an Irishman, obviously. Obviously, because that would be disgusting. We have romantic leads in Ireland. There's the Farreller. Fashti. Fashti, Fashti B. He'll show you his willy on film. No bother. No bother. Does no it bother all the at time. all. Robert Sheehan, he's handsome. He's made his bloody, he's made strides. Klaus, that, get yourself some Klaus. That fella from The Hobbit. Yeah, uh, Aidan Turner. Aidan Turner, get him in there. He's a handsome get fella. Get him in there. Get uh, any Aiden of him in there. Grand. You don't need um, Matthew Good. I mean, Jack, what's his name? Jack? Quaid. <laughs> Jack Quaid. No, from The Boys. <laughs> and his brother Dennis. Yeah. Um, no, that's his yeah, dad. Yeah, no. It is his dad, is it actually his dad? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um No, what's his name? Uh, Jack Rayner. Jack Rayner, oh, no. he's in bloody Sing Street. No, get rid of him. No, you don't like him? No, I don't like him since he was in Transformers and he took out that piece of paper that explained why it was okay for him to have sex with a 15-year-old. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Never mind, Jack Trainer's cancelled. That's the end of that one. Rainer, <laughs> no, no, Trainer, that wasn't his fault. Name. That was Michael Bay's fault, but still, he's Mike, tainted. Michael Bay is cancelled. That's it from us this week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you in one week's time. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Have a did you do? What did you do? What the fuck am I doing?